Hi everyone, I'm Crystal Powell. And I am Nikki Lowe. And this is the Magic Mike Podcast. Last night, it was amazing watching the show. We had a great section at the Magic oh, yeah. Mike Live show in Vegas. And our section was great because we had none other than the beautiful, the man you see on the posters, all oh, the wow. marketing. You just see him and you are so handsome. Who? who Thank you. Oh, that's that's Anton. Oh, that's Anton. Anton. You look oh, like one of the gosh. guys on the models on the paperback books. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the movie the, Channing the was Fabio in. Channing the... and um, Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. That was oh, my yeah, that latest one. favorite movie. And, you know, he was a, a model. And you, you're very, very handsome. So thank you, Anton, what for an being intro. here. Yeah, wow. it's the truth. Yeah. We try. Thank you. We're excited to have you. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. Now, Anton, like we joked around, but we're very serious. You are the face, one of the faces of Magic Mike. When you see some of the marketing literature, when you come into, you know, Las Vegas airport, you see your face like what? Does that feel like just when you just pop up and you just see, man, there I am. You know, I don't see myself that much, to be honest. I just drive to work and then I do my thing, you know. It's cool. Like, I am really appreciative that they like my look, you know, and use me for their marketing. It's a big brand and I'm grateful for it, for sure. How would you describe your look? Yeah. European, I guess, you know. Um, Where are you from? Sweden. Okay. I would say, yeah. I'm, I'm originally from from Switzerland. I grew up in Switzerland. Do you know Burim? Um, I do know Burim. Yeah. Look at that. Both yeah. from Switzerland. <laughs> he's, and, uh, ours. he's ours. Folks yeah. He's ours. He's ours. Go figure. Yeah, so I grew up in Switzerland. Dad's from Sweden. Mom's from Austria. So I grew up speaking French in school, Swedish to my dad, and German to my mom. And then uh, I moved to Sweden at 16 because education was free there. And Tack. Then, um, Tack. Yeah, <laughs> And then, uh, and then moved to London three years after that and uh, learned how to speak English. And how, how old, old were you then? Yeah. Uh, I moved to London when I was 18 and to Sweden when I was 16. You learned later in life. Was that difficult? Mm-hmm. It kind of was difficult. It's just tiring. You know, at the end of the day, you're just tired and you're like, oh, yeah, I spoke this new language all day, you know? Oh, okay, because so you're like constantly a, learning. Yeah, you're constantly just oh, thinking. Oh, because you're translating, yeah. the energy for, like, translating. Yeah. and. I wish I was bilingual. Shout out to all the bilingual people. That's truly a great, you know, gift to have. Well, yeah. how many languages do you speak at this point? You're probably trilingual. And a little bit of English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your English sounds yeah. really good. How did you get into dancing, Anton? Uh, so I just used to break dance in Switzerland. Um tour around the country we would break dance battle and stuff like that and then when i moved to sweden education was free so i went to like a dance school kind of thing and we did more musical theater like contemporary jazz and then i moved to london and i got a scholarship at school there so started doing ballet contemporary jazz and more musical theater and i never really knew where i wanted to go like as a dancer i knew i wanted to dance i just didn't find musical theater was like my thing you know so uh, and touring for an artist was like cool but i didn't know and then magic mike came along like i remember i was on tour with them like this dance group in the uk and i saw the guys i was on the tour bus and i saw the guys on my phone on facebook oh magic mike coming to las vegas on the ellen show oh on ellen yeah and i was like damn that's sick so i googled magic mike audition yeah submitted my stuff two three months later they were like, hey, we want to see you in Vegas this weekend. So I was like, yeah, that's still going to happen. <laughs> but, then, uh, but, then I, but then I looked at flights and it was really cheap. It was like 300 bucks return. And at the time, money was really tight, you know, so it was during Christmas time. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to book the flight, go see what happens. If I don't book it, 
I go to Vegas. Yeah. You know? Right. Can't be that bad. What's the worst that could exactly. happen? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you went yeah. to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So flew here, found a hotel days in for like 15 bucks a night. I had a pool. To me, it was like, life. <laughs> yeah. To me, it just looked like, you know, I had a pool, everything, like pure luxury. I wanted to walk to the audition because I didn't know like, oh, you don't really walk to places here, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So, um, but yeah, booked the gig. So here we are. And how long was that entire process? It all happened pretty quick. Like I auditioned maybe 2016 in like October and then February I was in Vegas. Was that a huge culture shock? The difference between being back home and then being in Vegas? It was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. What was the biggest difference? I think everything's just big, right? Like, yeah, everything's just bigger and... You should come yeah. to Texas with us. Yeah. You, you ain't seen big yet. <laughs> come, Lord, come to today. Texas. Yeah, yes. you should definitely yeah. come to Dallas with us. We were blessed to be in your section the other night and we watched mm-hmm. you dance. And it was so intriguing to me because you were very intentional with your selection. Right. Mm. And that was, I was just, I was fat. And I wanted to be inside your head at that moment because like I said, you're beautiful, you're an amazing dancer and you look trustworthy, but you were very selective and very intentional. And my experience was watching you like come over, like, you mm. know, we're there. And so you were giving my friend Dory, shout out to Dory, some attention. And then your attention went to the woman in the in the wheelchair next to us. Can you describe like your whole... Yeah, I mean, I think doing that number, I, I don't do that number as much anymore because of my aerial act. Like me and a couple guys share the aerial act, so I don't get to do it as much. But when I do, I think it's important to give the attention to the woman that actually needs it rather than the person that wants it, you know? Mm. And... Um, I think that was one of the situations. You had your friend there and she was all hype. But then this this lady next to her was in a wheelchair and her eyes were just big. You yeah, know? it was and, like, wait, oh, wait, still, this you is know? for her. <laughs> and then I was like, this girl just needs it, you know? Yeah. So I think it just makes people happy, you know? And not like just truthfully like inside. And those are, yeah, those are special moments. No, does that feel good for you? Knowing that you gave that lady that you could really look at and tell that she doesn't receive this type of love every day. How does that make you feel when you know that even if it's just one person, I always feel like it might be five or in y'all's case, 400 people in there and you can't reach everyone. But if you reach one person, you feel like, man, I, I made a difference. Yeah. And I think it's more than just oh, it's this thing that she's getting, but it, it can even just be like putting your hands out and, you know, kissing her hand, you know? And I think that impacts her, but also everyone around her as well, you know? They don't have to be experiencing the action itself, you know? They can, uh, I feel like every table around sees that, you know? And mm-hmm. that's part of the story yeah, exactly, that you're yeah. telling. Yeah, it's like a journey, you know? Mm-hmm. You are worthy. You are perfect enough for this this amount of love. Yeah. What does Anton like to do other than dance and, and play? Yeah, what that- inspires yeah, yeah. you? I enjoy I enjoy working out, you know, I enjoy hitting the gym, I enjoy hanging out with friends, riding motorcycles, and I own a production company on the side. So oh, I nice. I shoot videos, I like to direct, I like to make things look pretty on video. Yeah, because you came to Miami. I did. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, yeah. that. And he, you I, did? Yeah, he came to Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember because you were filming some things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> She's like, how did I miss that? <laughs> I, I feel oh like God, I know God. you because I've shot you and like, I've edited your stuff. So I'm like, oh, we, you from know. From what? Like, I've not seen this stuff. <laughs> 
You've not? No, what is it? I don't know. Maybe they haven't released it yet. So. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, so it's fun. And I was just in Dallas shooting some dance stuff with the mm, boys. I heard you, know, you there. It's just fun, you know? Of course, it makes money, but I just have a passion for it. So you you have your photography and then you have your dance. Which one gives you that that release of like sometimes when things can be overwhelming or you can be a little bit anxious sometimes with me? That stand-up. If I can just hit a stage, that's mm. my therapy. Which one is more therapeutic for you? I think they go both hand in hand, you know. Sometimes I'm like at home editing for hours, brainstorming ideas and stuff. And then I come to the show and that's kind of my escape. I get on stage or like I come down the ceiling for the aerial act and suddenly like I don't think about anything anymore. Like everything goes away. It's just me, my body and a crowd and I perform, you know. Is aerial your favorite thing to do in the I show? Think, I think it's my favorite and my least favorite at the same time. <laughs> You know, it's a relationship with it. Yeah, because it hurts. It hurts. It's painful. It's long. It's difficult. And sometimes on Sunday, you know, you've done nine shows. You exhaust it. You don't want to do it. But then you've done it and it's so rewarding. So it's like that. What is the biggest misconception about Anton? What would you like the ladies to know? Because it's completely different. And I spoke to you in Miami. But -hmm. after seeing you dance and then now talking to you here, it's amazing to me how you guys can have this big persona of who you are, but then when we get to know you, it's yeah. totally different. So what do women just automatically think? Like, he's so into himself. Like, what do you feel the biggest misconception <sighs> about Anton is? You know, I don't know what people think of me, really. Mm-hmm. So it's, it doesn't bother me. People can think whatever they want. And what do I you don't, want I, them to think? I don't want them to think anything, really. Like, really? You yeah, want them to think you're a great I, dancer. Yeah, I, I just want them to think that I'm a good person, I think, more mm-hmm. than more than anything, you know? But not think that. I want them to know that. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I fooled them into yeah, thinking exactly, that I'm yeah. a really great person. With this amazing look, do you feel any pressure to maintain this look? Because I saw you had the, um, um, the what do they call it? The tape. The tape. The tape. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any pressure to maintain this look and, and for this chiseled body that you have that comes out of the sky? I think uh, the physical aspect of like the show and like looking, looking this certain way is important, but it's not like it's not really what it's about you know and I, to, for me it's just there's so many things you can't control you know you can't control like awful things that can happen in the world you know but my fitness is something that i can't control so i just like to be able to control what do you that, find you know? really sexy in another person what i find sexy in what are you person? most attracted yeah. to in another good personality person. funny people good personality you know and and happy people like, I like when people are positive and forward-thinking, and I find that attractive. See, it's not all just about the looks. He likes funny women. <laughs> yeah, I do. I need to sit with that for a minute. And so are you single? No, I'm not. And, and how did we meet our girl? Are you one of the cast members that met your girlfriend at the show? No, I met her in a club, actually. Okay. Yeah. Is she in entertainment? No, she's a permanent makeup artist. Do you find it difficult? I know Nate, one of our cast members, mm-hmm. his girlfriend's, you know, she's a dancer as well. And sometimes he he admitted that, you know, he's being conscious and aware that his girlfriend's sitting in the audience. Does your girlfriend mm. come to the show? And if she does, do you feel that subconsciously without you even trying, your dance is different when you're doing lap dances just out of respect for your woman that's there? Because that's know, who you got to go home with. <laughs> yeah, I guess what yeah. I mean. She's been, uh, we've been together for four years now. And like, she knows me. She knows me as a person and she knows how I am. And she's seen the show like, 
I want to say like nine times, maybe nine or ten times. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, she know she knows me, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's Anton Engel as a performer as well. And yeah. those are, it's still me up there, but it has a twist, you yeah. know. And see, that shows her security and her yeah. confidence as a woman. Because I know some people, they have to be at the show for their to see their partner it's almost kind of like they're spying on them and i have heard people say man i'm uncomfortable when they're here but what can i do i'm not gonna tell my spouse they mm-hmm. can't come to my job or tell yeah. call my significant other and tell them they can't come to my job mm-hmm. so that goes to show just how confident she is as a woman because my nerves would be bad i'd be like put me in your gym bag or something i need to go <laughs> to see what's happening well i think it was a good point that you mentioned about like they're only getting a small part of me you know and like yeah. she can see that she can see that they're not not getting you. They're just getting mm-hmm. a version of you. They're you're, they're yeah. getting a pocket size stage <laughs> Anton, you know. Yeah, yeah. And she knows that she gets everything else. Yeah, and I think like usually I don't do that much audience interaction, you know, because of the aerial act. So, but even then, like I understand that it can be difficult for a woman, you know, to understand the situation. What do you see yourself doing? outside of dance and past dance because i know we you know and understand we want to feel like we can do this forever but yeah we can't, no. you know no i i know for a fact that i'll be a, a filmmaker after this oh you know? nice yeah, yeah, yeah you mentioned you had a production company yeah, what's exactly. the name what kind of films Angle do you want to make production yeah so i i do a little bit of everything you know i make commercials i make um small documentaries and uh, i just did like a little narrative thing lately um, and i don't know i'm just going where the road takes me and I've, i have like people reaching out to me all the time hey can you shoot this i have people on retainers and nice i know i could already like make a make the leap you know and go full-time video but i i enjoy the show you know your passion I, yeah. is dancing right. yeah that's yeah. your therapy but yeah, what exactly. kind of filmmaking inspires you like what if you could choose any mm-hmm. type of like film to be that guy that makes that kind of thing what would you it know be? i just want to make things that look pretty yeah honestly you know i want to i want to shoot DP. things that, yeah i want to i want to like set the lights i want to make it moody i want to tell a story mm-hmm. through the image and whether it's a commercial for mcdonald's honestly like story it, too like yeah exactly like i just like making story through video so, yeah. Oh yeah. And see people they would never know that, you yeah. know, just coming to see you in Magic Mike. We were talking about it earlier and we were kind of getting into the deal of oh, our life could possibly be different if we would have done this or what would it look like if we would have done this, but at the end of the day, where were we were supposed to be? A lot of times we look at, oh man, I want to, you know, make things look pretty or I want to do this mm-hmm. next and I want to do that next instead of just being here and as they say smelling the roses and enjoying where you are so we're i believe in we're exactly where we're supposed to be i feel like what's for us will find us with mm-hmm. the appropriate work and worth that yeah. ethic and discipline but i do feel like we're exactly where we're supposed to be because as we've been talking to people so many stories like even with die the space that we're getting mm-hmm. to work in it's just full circle so i believe that everybody's doing exactly what they're Absolutely. supposed to do and their it's passion. It's just how, how long can you juggle both, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm. the that's the big question, you know? But Magic Mike has a platform where they really like when people do more than just a show, you know? They like the like, character. The exactly, <laughs> exactly, you know? Yeah. And they really like, they they like that. So I feel like as long as they will allow me to do both, I'll stay with the company. I think so. Know? Like I said, you mean you were in Dallas doing promotional stuff. And what I found with the Magic Mike family they will utilize us, you know, wherever they can. They want to mm-hmm. keep us busy. They want to keep, you know, it's a family. And I can yeah. truly say they have 
They've looked out for me in a major way. Magic Mike has definitely changed my life. And I'm excited about where it's going to go. So, yeah. What about I, you, ladies? I'm curious about you two. Like, what's oh. the what's what's the next? What's <laughs> he the turned next the interview step? around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the next step here? Like, I'm just curious. Just where do you guys see yourself with the, with the podcast and and all of that? I think the podcast is definitely a tool to keep us all connected. It starts out with we're introducing you guys. We're letting the fans hear who these, because we did a survey like, okay, would you guys like to hear a podcast? They were like, hell yeah. Then what do you guys want to know? They want to know you guys because mm. they, yeah, and they come to relationships. Yeah. yeah, they come to the show, but they see, like you said, they see a little part of you. This allows us to give, to, to peel back that onion, that different layer. So we just really want to introduce our family, the cast. We want to show those different layers. We want people to get to know Nikki and I. Um, as far as like with Magic Mike, North American tour, I know we originally, I think they had spoke about 10 cities and I want to see how many other 10 cities we could do, you know, yeah, exactly. like the, the, the opportunities are endless, mm-hmm. you know, it's true. And especially with the podcast too, because the Magic Mike story has been about presumably about Mike, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to see where after now that we have the live shows, now that the Magic Mike's last dance has come out, like where that journey heads. Mm -hmm. So with the podcast specifically, it's a continuation of the conversations that we begin in the live shows about asking for what you want and like really discovering like, well, how do people figure out what they want and then how do they ask for it? And different topics like that about like what women actually want and how men can fight against the scourge of toxic masculinity that has been so prevalent in the world today and really figuring out where we go from here. And uh, career-wise, we want to be Oprah and Melissa McCarthy. Love it. Or do you have a different one? I have a different one, but I'm, I'm yes-anding, so yes. Okay. <laughs> Oprah and. Uh, I figured I, did, I didn't want to speak for you, no, but no, I knew it might be yeah. something around there. Love it. Well, congratulations on this podcast. Thank you. We're excited. It's It's been fun. We were so happy that Nikki and I and, and our producers, when we were talking about this, when it comes to the live performances, it started here in Vegas. So that we were so happy that they worked it out so that we could actually come to Vegas, yeah. see the shows, get to talk to you guys, and most importantly for you guys to come and let the listeners, you know, in on who you, exactly you are and what you're doing and, and how much this means to you. So it all worked out perfectly. We're hoping that the cast members could, you know, swap and we could all do yeah. one. Just like a little week here. <laughs> yeah, just, I think that A Freaky be, Friday yeah. switch. I think oh, that'll, that'll work amazing, out. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. But like we do in the live shows, we like to ask our, our guests, same thing we ask Mike, like if you could manifest it like into the world today, Anton, what do you want? I just turned 30 and I want my next decade to be just as good as my 20s. Come on, man. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. That's, That's a beautiful amazing. thing. I tell people, as long as you can look back and see that you've made progress from the year before, then you're doing well. Yeah. It's about oh, the yeah. journey. Well, we're proud of you, and we're grateful that you came on to our podcast today. Yes, Thank you so absolutely. much for having this me. Was, Appreciate well, it. Yeah, this was so fun, and we're glad that the listeners get to get to see an extra layer of yeah. Anton. People, please hit up this uh, production company. Production we company. Need, yes. If you need videos done, this is the guy. Yeah. So he'll shoot your video and then <laughs> give you a body roll in the same <laughs> one. You're getting two for one, baby. <laughs> What's the name of your production company, though? Angle TV Productions. Angle TV Production. Oh, I hope he gets yeah. all the good angles. All of them. It's all about them angles. <laughs> and what about your social media? 
Anton Engel. Anton Engel. Thank you so very much. Thank we you, really appreciate you. it. Thanks, guys. Woo-hoo. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Magic Mike podcast. Please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and share. Tune in.